right, hello everybody, and welcome into another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. How you doing, babe? I'm doing really well today. Good. Yep. Been I a have. while since we were here. Yes, it has. At these microphones, yeah. We've been busy and good. You know, busy. there's good busy and bad busy. I think we've been good busy. We have been good busy. Yep. Had a couple of our granddaughters over for an overnighter. Yeah, a girl weekend. It was. It was a blast. Two little nine-year-old girls. Yep. It's hysterical. <laughs> it <laughs> was hysterical. are not like boys. I know. The things they want to do are not like the things that boys want to do. It's oh, so cute. And they hooked up. They chattered with each other the entire oh, time. Boy, it's so sweet. It was great. Well, listen, we're glad that you're in. Uh, just in the way of recap, we are in a four-part series. This is the fourth part of our attempt at kind of codifying uh, what we mean when Shar and I say often, God's people need a right theology mm-hmm. for marriage. And we were using that term a lot. We were. And Sharning one day goes, I don't know that people understand what we're thinking when we say that. No, I didn't know what we were thinking <laughs> when we would say it. I knew that there was a right theology for marriage under under what God created for marriage. Right on. But we had never in our minds, put it down on paper. Yeah. So this has been good for me. So what we did, we just simply reduced what we mean by that mm-hmm. into four precepts. And each of these four precepts can be highly developed uh, in God's word and substantiated there. But ultimately, number one, that marriage is created and designed by God, mm-hmm. not men. Right. Number two, that marriage is good, mm-hmm. which is debated in our world today. Yes, it is. Uh, and then thirdly, uh, that marriage is permanent. Which is debated. Right. Well, it's, it, is not, it isn't permanent in this world. No, it's not. It's but not. it is in a right it, theology right. to understand God's design. Right? right. So that it's permanent. It's not disposable. It's not mm-hmm. temporary. Or until something else comes along. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. a covenant. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, and this is where we are today, marriage is hard uh, it's just hard. And we felt like that was important to have in there because lest anybody think that this thing that God designed is somehow easy for us or right. uh, uh, some people are charmed with a, a great marriage uh, fairy dust from God and while others, it's an up feels like an uphill battle. Right. It's hard for everybody. It is hard for everyone. And some people have situations that are really difficult, but a lot of people have situations that are really difficult. Absolutely. So to think that you're the only one experiencing a hard time in your marriage or a hard marriage, right. it's not true. Right. There are many, 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 right. h- hundreds of thousands of people, all of us experience issues in our marriage. Yeah. And I was thinking of this when I was talking to Kenny before we did this podcast. I remember a saying that I had heard about um, Where did you pick that up? It I, was going to the gym or something, and it okay. said going working out is hard, or exercising is hard, but being out of shape is hard. Choose your hard, and I thought about that. Choose your hard. Choose your pick hard. Pick your hard. It's it's marriage is hard. Yeah, we know that. Don't think that it isn't hard. Trying to work on your marriage and work through all the issues in your marriage is hard. Yeah. Building something awesome is hard. It is. It's really it's hard. hard work. But having an unfulfilling, contentious marriage is hard. So choose your hard. That's what I was thinking. I would say it's harder. <laughs> it is. Oh, I just oh, yes. think living in a in brokenness. It, 
uh, and uh, contention and again and competition for power and is is just hard. It's a miserable hard way I to live. I don't get it. I, no. I do not. And while building something great is hard, I pick that hard. Right. I choose that hard. And I know that it takes two pe- people to build something good in a marriage. True that. One person cannot do it on their own. But if you have two people that are committed to the Lord and you take it to prayer, that's probably the hardest thing right there yeah. is humbling yourself before the Lord and saying, please, yeah. Lord. Saying, Lord, we sometimes just we, don't know what we're doing. We need we, help. We hate the hard we're yeah. in. Yeah. Let's take another road, though it won't be fairy dust overnight, right. and you all of a sudden have this magical relationship, which that doesn't exist anyway. But you can have a good, fulfilling relationship that makes both of you happy, right on, and and fulfilled in the Lord with with each other, and content in that. So choose your hard today, because yep. marriage is hard. Yep. One way or the other. <laughs> I pick the hard that's the hard work oh, building something awesome. I, uh, yes. That is, <laughs> that's what I vote for. <laughs> that's a lot better than the other hard that's a lifelong of just right. a lifelong misery. Right. And it's sad. Mm. it's sad to me. And that's really why we exist. We're just trying to encourage mm-hmm. people to roll your sleeves up. Right. Acknowledge that marriage is designed and created by God, mm-hmm. that it is good, that it's permanent. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's hard, mm-hmm. but in the end- Man, it can be something that glorifies God and and is for our highest good, and it is. So, here let's let's build a little Bible underneath us here to establish, because we get asked the question all the time, "Hun, why is this so hard? Why is this hard?" What well, we okay? Let me back up even further. Uh-huh. We why is we, it hard for me? When, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. No, don't go there. <laughs> but we we do a lot of groups, right? And we commonly ask them early mm-hmm. on when we start to gather just to build marriage. We'll ask the question like this, marriage, harder or easier than you originally thought? And what's the answer we- Harder. Yeah. By 80 or 90% of the time. Once in a while, we'll find a couple. I think one of our sons is one of them who said, easier, man. I had it built up to be so hard Uh that I was scared to death of it. And i he's very much in love with his wife and they do awesome. So for him, it's been easier, but that's rarely the answer we get. Most people go, no, I built it up into- it was just going to be cream puffs, man, uh-huh. and marshmallows, and and it it turned out that it takes way more work to build something awesome right. than many anticipate. So when we get asked why is it so hard, to me the the answer is twofold, but it's very very simple, and I don't think I'm we're going to share anything, any revelation mm-hmm. that's shocking to anybody today. But marriage demands when you just read the passages on marriage as an example. Or just the passages on the call towards mm-hmm. godliness and right. Christ-likeness. Marriage specifically, it says, you know, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church and gave himself for her. Okay, that speaks of enormous self-denial, sacrifice, even to the death. Cost to to give life is, is going to cost me mine, right? For the wife, it says to... Honor your husband as you do the Lord, or submit to your husband mm-hmm. as unto the Lord, for he is the Savior of the body, right? And and so that's hard for women to allow their husbands to grow in the Lord and to lead mm-hmm. their home is is a difficult thing, depending on the man and the woman. But but it but it's hard. So and then you get other passages like let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, right? care not about your own things, but but for the needs of others right. and, and the things of others. And let nothing be done out of conceit, 
right? And selfish ambition. I mean, these are things that cut across the grain of our fallen nature. And that's the first reason. Let's give you this number one. Yes, it's hard. We, by the way, I don't think any of us think it was hard in the beginning, prior to the fall. Oh, I, right. I, right. I was going to say the beginning no, of our marriage. Man, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> man, no, no. In the beginning of time. <laughs> yeah, okay? right, right. When, when man was created in the image of God, both of them created in the mm-hmm. image of God, I don't think it was hard. No, it was the fairy dust stuff. It was awesome, mm-hmm. right? Uh, God was glorified. There was unity. Right. There was an absence of selfishness and mm-hmm. self-gratification mm-hmm. and pride and all those things that make marriage hard for us. But when the fall came, yes, it's hard because the demands of marriage to be really unified, where love is overflowing and rich and full, it, it cuts, cuts right across the grain of our flesh. Yeah, we Because don't, we don't by like nature it. now, yeah. since the fall, we are selfish creatures. Yes, right? we are. And prideful and arrogant mm-hmm. and we want our way. Uh, and in case, let's just kind of establish this in case there's any question about how our flesh is the real problem here, right? Mm-hmm. The fallen nature of man is why marriage is now hard. But it's no excuse. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And we're all fallen. Remember, we're not talking about only a few of us. Well, and the thing- We're all fallen. The thing is, Kenny, I think that we realize when we start realizing these things in scripture, tell us- what we're warring against, who we are now right. as a fallen person, sure. we have to realize that we have to battle this the rest of our life. Sure. This is, it's never going to go away. It will not go away. No. Not on earth. It will not go away when you, I always say, Kenny, oh, I always lament at times and say, oh, I wish this could be like this, or I wish this could be like this. And I wish, and he goes, Charlene, what you're looking for is heaven. That's heaven. And that's not here. Yep. And I have to remind myself often that I will never find that here. true peace. Right. Under in the it, sun. Every, under the sun. Under the it sun. It will be only in heaven. Yep. And I have to remember, it makes me long for heaven more, but I have to you remember that I can't find it here. Even in my spouse, who I love you more than anyone, and want to do right. I, I want to do everything and for yet you, still but it's hard. yet it's hard. Yep. We'll get in, we'll hurt each other's feelings, and we'll have miscommunication, or right. we'll just darn right be selfish and yep. ugly to each other. And you never want that, but yet it's here. Yep. And we have to realize it's here. So uh, Paul says in Galatians five verse seventeen, it's the flesh that wars against the spirit. And the spirit wars against the flesh. And because, by the way, marriage is a spiritual creation of God, right? There's there's something highly spiritual about it. Right. It's not just the it coming is. together of bodies, mm-hmm. right? There's something unique about it designed by God who created it for his glory. Right. And it can only be built through spiritual means. It's, right. it's uh, yeah, you're right. at least to operate within God's design. Mm-hmm. We can't build something like that in our flesh. The flesh wars against the spirit, the spirit mm-hmm. against the flesh. And then he goes on to say, and these are contrary to what they're battling one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. That's why, why sometimes, honey, we okay, that's that? why, that's why I can one moment tell you how much you mean to me and how much I love you. And within moments hurt your feelings. Yeah. Like Valentine's day. Was we, we had a bit, <laughs> are you going to go there? Yeah, well, it was the most amazing Valentine's Day. It was. I think I've had in years. We had a great day. It was. It and was that was a, a week ago. 
it was not even a week ago. I know. And we were with other couples and it was just really sweet. It was a sweet, sweet time in our marriage. And the next day we went on a walk, as we do in the mornings usually. And we went on a walk and I don't know. I We stumbled into yeah. something and I didn't, I, it was my fault. I got my I, feelings I said something so hurt. Uh, insensitive. And <laughs> I went- Less than loving. <laughs> have, you, have you guys ever had that feeling when you were just so- connected and so much in love. And then the next moment, 12, not even 12 hours later, no, you can't, you're in you it, can't stand the person. Yeah. It's like, how do you go from that to this? Well, it, Paul tells us why. We're fleshy creatures. I know. Our flesh is Why roaring. do we do it? It's where he says, you wish you would always treat each other a certain way. The problem is we don't do the things that we wish because we're fleshy creatures. I guess so. He goes on to say, but if you're led by the Spirit, uh, then you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. And then he lists them. And I, I never really thought of this before, but with marriage in view, the list that Paul gives, it's actually Galatians 5, 19, starts right around there. Just listen to this list of things and how each one of them can be a direct assault mm-hmm. on the unity of my marriage mm-hmm. and yours, right? It says that those deeds of the flesh are evident. They are adultery, fornication, lewdness, hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, even murderous things, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, I told just I, I told you in time past that those who practice those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But then he goes on and contrasts that with the fruit of the spirit, which are things that build. The, mm-hmm. But and we want to do these. We want to operate in the spirit. We do. But because we we have a fallen nature, it makes it really hard. The battle is on every day. And gang, this is for all of us. This is Charlene and I, absolutely included. It's what makes marriage hard mm-hmm. for us too. Mm-hmm. Is we are battling a fallen nature. Right. Each of us are. The contrast is the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. He goes on to say, and those who are Christ, well, they've crucified their flesh with those passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And that's the hard thing. Isn't that the hard thing? That's the hard thing of marriage. So when people ask, why does this seem to be so hard? Answer number one is because we we have a fallen nature Mm -hmm. due to sin, and our flesh wars against the work of the Spirit going on in our life all the time. And we do say a lot, the adversary is not our spouse. It is the enemy of our souls. We have to realize that when we start doing the deeds of the flesh, we are warring against the Spirit. The spirit. Yep. And the adversary is large in our lives. Yep. Paul makes it clear to all of us that it, this is a struggle for all of us. Mm-hmm. There, there's no one that's outside this great battle between the spirit and the flesh. And I'm glad he included himself. You bet. He says, and you who were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the sons of disobedience. We were all there among whom we all once lived. He says, we all oh. once lived in the passions of our flesh. Just let me just underscore that. Again, it's Ephesians 2, 3. We all once lived there 
it governed our life. Then we become born again and the battle is on. For still living there or not living right. there. And your marriage, the condition of your marriage is largely always going to be somehow attached to how successful we are in that battle to be yielding to the work of the right. spirit and no longer willing since we to lived th- function so I, in, the, I'm thinking, in the flesh. I'm thinking of that since we lived there. We lived there for so long, some of us longer than others. Right. When we are up against it, we go back to living there because that's our natural oh, we default place there. to yeah. go. Mm-hmm. And that is what we are warring against is we need to make our default the way that, right. that living in the spirit. Right. Oh man, what a work that is, yeah? Yes. This is what Paul was so. lamenting, and that, most of us, or a lot of us know that that, that famous line in Romans 7, mm-hmm. where he says, I keep doing the things mm-hmm. that I don't want to do, and mm-hmm. I can't do the things that I do want to do. And, and he really laments this right. battle. It is. It's and he says, battle. he cries out finally, oh, who can deliver me from this body of death? Mm-hmm. Praise God through Jesus Christ. So, well, and that's the good news. Yeah, that is the good news. The second reason it's hard. So the first is our fallen nature right. as, as a person. We would all do well to remember that, that when your marriage feels difficult, and, and it feels like a battle, right? The reason it's there is because of s- those things, selfishness, mm-hmm. pride, self-gratification. We have a hard time ma- considering someone else more important than we are. This is all of us, and that's the battle. But secondly, the world we live in is in opposition to your marriage. We've talked about this many, many times on Major. the podcast, and it does us well to remember that too, that the Bible talks about the spirit of Antichrist already being in the world. And that that spirit that's in the world, it it stands in opposition to mm-hmm. all that God has created, all that is good, and all that's worthy of praise. We read that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4, that the spirit of Antichrist working in the world is a, there's a full court press mm-hmm. against all that God has built. And marriage is something that God has designed. And so it's constantly under that attack. So yes, it's hard. For those two reasons, I'm a fallen creature living in a fallen world that has made an enemy out of marriage and mm-hmm. is assaulting it all the time. Of course it's hard. Yes, but right. our point number three. Yeah, here's the great news, right? Is It's, it's hard, not, <laughs> it's hard but not, not impossible. impossible. Isn't yeah. that true? I love that. Yeah. Unfortunately and tragically, we've, I think, would you agree, babe, that we've met so many professing believers that have reached a place in marriage that's been difficult, maybe, where they feel like they give up. It's like, this is too hard. I can understand this that. This is too. just too hard. I, I, this cannot be fixed. And I'm telling you, that's a lie. It is a lie. It can be fixed. If, but it's hard to be fixed. Absolutely. You bet. And that's when you come to the point where you want to say, choose your heart. That's right. To live like this the rest of your life in just dissension and unhappiness and and, and it's it's not pleasing to your family, nor to the Lord, right. nor to anyone. Right. No, it's not bringing life to anyone. It's much harder than rolling up your sleeves right. and deciding, look, I'm going to learn to love this person with all my In mind. humility. Right. Because Christ said right. that it's the right That's thing the to design. do. That's the design, you bet. I mean, l- l- listen, just a couple of these passages, Luke one thirty seven. for with God, nothing is impossible. Of course, this can be fixed. Yes, it's hard, but of course God can do it. In Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through 
Christ who strengthens me. He provides that strength and not only the will to do, but the power to do, right? Uh, in Genesis uh, uh, 18 there, when Sarah laughs uh, at, at the thought that mm-hmm. God could even open her womb mm-hmm. and she could conceive at her age, this is where we get that wonderful passage where God asks, is there anything too hard for the Lord? The answer it's a rhetorical question. The answer is clearly no, there's nothing too hard from the Lord. It might be hard for us, but it's not too hard for the Lord. Right. And if we hide ourselves in him and asking the Holy Spirit to come and be with us and change us and help us, God will do it. Well, that's what he says. Ask, you, you don't even have to drum it receive, up right. in yourself. Ask he and will, seek and knock and you shall he find. He will yeah. change your heart. Right on. He can do it. The Lord showed us one time, I, I don't remember if it was you or me that kind of- I think it was you. Was it me? Uh-huh. Uh, a, a picture came to mind just, I don't even know where, I can't call it a vision. I I don't I don't know. You, you don't. You don't get a lot of practical no, uh, il- no. illustrations no, often, but, but you got heart, this one. Somewhere in my mind, I saw, um, I was thinking of marriage and, and maybe even asking this question, why is this so hard, man? And um, I kind of saw t- uh, two big hands reach, come out of the heavens, right? And plunge into the earth, right? And dig up with dirt dripping off their hand, two big chunks of rock, two pieces of raw, jagged ore, unrefined, right? And then I know this is going to sound weird to everybody, but, but then the, these hands toss these two unrefined pieces of rock into a tumble dryer, like like you all have, have in your utility room, right? The clothes dryer. We don't, yeah, cl- we call it a dryer, it, right? Not a tumble dryer, tumble dryer but that's good. Uh, okay. It tumbles. So, so you, and, and, and then that, there it started, around and around and around. And every time they they hit each other in there, it was almost violent. There was a clash, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and 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 bam, just this clattering going on. And what was happening was over time, the jagged edge of one of those pieces would knock off a jagged edge of the other. And slowly but surely over time, the no- the racket um, subsided some. And, and what you began to have is two very smooth stones rolling around each other. And over time, all the jagged edges had been refined off, and they, they were two very different looking stones at that point. And I, I think the point was, this is the hardness of it. God has taken two unique people, broken in their own right, right. by sin, right. with a fallen nature, indwelt by the Spirit, but mm-hmm. with a fallen nature that's being um, that's been renewed, and refining that. And He's using. This is the way we look at marriage, gang. Mm-hmm. I'll say this straight up. Charlene is that other stone in that dryer mm-hmm. with me that the daily grind, day by day, is, uh, is the circular drum going right. around it's, and around. Yeah, that tumble and dryer is called that's, marriage. That's right. And we hit each other and the jagged edge of my personality, the broken parts of me, the selfish parts of my flesh, they they get run into by her parts. And before you know mm-hmm. it, there's an explosion, right? Mm-hmm. And things crackle and there it goes. But but in the end, we're pretty different human beings than we were 46 years ago. Hopefully. When we, absolutely, when we began this. And what we've seen now is how powerfully God uses the hard mm-hmm. to break off and redeem parts of our life. But we have to let him. Sure. We have to let him turn on the dryer and put us in there and work 
together with the Lord right. in our marriage. And if you don't have that, it won't happen. Right. We we have to be on the same team as God yep. and let the Holy Spirit work in both of us. And yep. that's hard too. It is hard. It is hard. But it's not it's hard because not impossible. Because we were broken yep. by sin and that's the right. world we live in is broken. That's right. It's but it's not impossible. It's not impossible. I, I I know Jeremiah, we've shared this passage many times and actually taught through it, I think, on a mm-hmm. previous podcast. But you know, it just talks about there that the man who trusts in even himself or in the world of men and in human strength um, will be like a shrub in the desert mm-hmm. and won't see when prosperity comes, but will live in a parched place in the wilderness mm-hmm. that's dry and uninhabited. But blessed is the man whose hope is in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord, because mm-hmm. he'll be like a tree planted by right. right the river, have evergreen leaves that will always be yielding fruit. The, the point there, I think, really in regard to marriage is in the hard, start really looking to the Lord and trusting in the Lord. You don't have what it takes. I don't have what it takes. We don't. No one does. Um, but Christ's work in our life, and as we humbly come and say, Lord, man, help me, you're using the hard to shape me. And as you do that, our marriage will prosper as as I become more refined by the Spirit of God. Well, and this goes with everything in life. Every mm-hmm. hard thing in life, He's still using in our life to either increase our faith or to change our hearts, to to do His work in us. Yeah. And that will never end. No. I It will never end. Nope. Our Christian walk is for until we go home to be with Him. Amen. We will war against the flesh and the spirit will war against the flesh. And we need to almost embrace all of this because it's making us more like him. I'm telling you, this is why I love marriage. Because if without you in my life and without me, there's no telling how fleshy I would be and how I would remain so broken by saying, God has used marriage in my life. He's used you, honey. Mm -hmm to shape more in my life than any other thing he's ever used. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the plan of God. That's why we love marriage. It's a great tool in the hand of God to transform our life. Mm -hmm. In the end, I think God's plan is to use the hard and stretching things that are in a married life to form Christ within us. Let's leave leave him with this passage. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful picture. It's from 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Paul writes, Now thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and through us then diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God a fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one, we're an aroma of death that leads to death, and to the other, the aroma of life leading to life. And who is sufficient for these things? He uses the word diffuser there. That's how many of you had a grandma that had a little, a little jar of perfume on her nightstand with a little squeeze pump mm-hmm. on it. Does anybody remember that? Am oh, I dating? Okay, that's called a diffuser. Well, I'm the same age as you, so yeah, I'm not, you're not dating. Yourself. That's called <laughs> true. <laughs> that's called a diffuser, and the pressure on that little rubber squeeze tube forces the fragrance out Mm -hmm. into the world. And we've always thought the hardness of marriage is exactly that in the hands of Mm -hmm. God. He's squeezing 
our life to the right. point and forcing us to deal with stuff, even some painfully dark things in my mm-hmm. life, right? That selfishness and that's almost incomprehensible that God uses marriage to force us to deal with. And in doing that, he diffuses out into the world the fragrance of Christ as he transforms our life. So marriage gang is a big deal. Yes, it's hard, but it's not impossible, right? Well, and it says here, which I've never really noticed, it says, to one, we're the aroma of death leading to death. One, we're the aroma of life. Of life. And, and, and let's choose to be the aroma of oh, life yeah. and not death yep. to our spouse and yep. death to others. Yep. That, and we have that choice to how God can be used in us. And let's be the aroma of life. Yep. Yep. How you react yeah. in the hard yep. and to the hard it's, it's one or the is other. a big deal. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay, gang, here it is one more time. Choose your heart. No, <laughs> marriage is created and designed by God. Marriage is good. Mm-hmm. Marriage is permanent. And of course, marriage mm-hmm. is hard. Okay, so there you have it. Man, thanks for checking in with us, guys, and being a part of this episode. Can't wait to be with you next time. We'll, we'll be in a whole nother series uh, next week. So God bless you, each and every one. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.